How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 83 with Doug Mellard. Terminator, Val Kilmer, Nicole Kidman. Um, you'll be able to do the math on that later. Uh, this was a really fun episode, so listen up and uh, get ready. Get ready for your laugh holes to open up. Um, go to facebook.com slash Yamitat with Doug Culp. Go on iTunes and Stitcher and rate and review all of this show just all of it tell people about it and um spread the spread the word um duplex comedy suplex was so great we had zach sims jack knight mo welch and greg cashmanian and it was a lot of fun um keep telling people about it keep um uh, keep uh you know, when you're at the water cooler at work, just be like, hey, have you heard of that new comedy show in Little Armenia? Oh, you mean... You mean Duplex Comedy Suplex? Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, keep spreading the word. Okay. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. Uh, there, is, there is still a donate button. There's still an audible.com button on yamatat.com you can download the episodes straight off of that website in case you don't want to use itunes or stitcher or any other podcasting app um my uh updated shows stand-up shows are on the shows uh tab i'm keeping that up to date for you guys and yeah so here we go yam it up with me and doug mellard I probably have that poster, but yeah. Right, so. Collected these over the years. I was like, I've got to go up in my room. I know it's a small, confined space, but <laughs> yeah. Hey man, that Uh, this guy at Comic Con or Comic Kazi. Have I seen that? Somewhere? Might have been Comic Kazi. I don't know. But he's got a bunch of art with that style. Yeah. 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 Bender. Uh, yeah. John DiMaggio signed it. And, yeah. Yeah, and then they had um, one of the artists who draws Bender there, too. And I was like, will you draw a Bender on Bender? Oh, <laughs> and she was like, you want me to? And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, and your record, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend and I obsessive. Like it gets to where like we we've been buying it like so frequently to where it's like we haven't listened to any of our vinyl. <laughs> like we'll forget like where did this record come from? Oh, we bought it like six months ago. We wouldn't know. Like she was like we have to make an Excel sheet because like we I've double bought a record before. Oh, I've like, done oh, that too. Fuck! Like all the ones that are behind you on the ground, um, those are like either doubles. Double. Or yeah. ones ones that I've like listened to once and I was like I don't really. <laughs> yeah, we did this recently. Like, gave them away to like like her brother and stuff. Yeah. Like at Focus Three, like it looks like it's gonna be a cool record, and then I was like, <laughs> it's pretty boring. Fuck <laughs> yeah. That's a double. <laughs> oh man, I like that. Seal that fucking song is so good to listen to in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> so corny. Did you ever see, um, uh, 
got horrible reviews. Everybody hated it, but I thought it was fucking hysterical. The Will Ferrell, Dana McBride, Lano Lost, or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's some really good shit. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. There's a scene in that where they use that song. And they're, like, doing that weird... Is it when they're all high? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had some moments that were, like... Like, when he's running and Dana McBride just yells, How do you like... Or something. He has some something like a... I feel like being wrong or something. <laughs> that's hey, that a double. Is fucking vinyl? Yeah, that's a double. Oh, shit. So I, I got that. This it's the Flight of the Concords. It's um I told you I was freaky album. So uh, the first time I ran it through the record player, it skipped in the same place, oh, like yeah. a couple different places in the record, and I was like, that sucks. And I like emailed the people, and then they were like, "We're so sorry. Like, we'll send you a new one right away." Wow. And they sent me a new one, and the scratch was in the same spot. So yeah, it's probably uh, like that batch, like that, that first batch. Beastie Boys record one time. Uh, I, I took. It had this weird. It was like white vinyl. Nice. Like I opened it up. It was like their late, the last album before MCA died. Mm. And like I opened it up, and it was like it was all this weird hair in it. And what? I was like, it's fucked up, and it was skipping too a little bit. So I take it back, and I was like, I was like, this, I never take shit back, but I was like, this is weird here. And I showed it to him, like, that's weird. Get another one, same thing. What? Take it back. And I think it was like three or four to where, and I felt crazy, but I was like, what the fuck is this hair? Like, what happened to the. <laughs> and you never found out. Nope. And I was finally, I was like, well, I guess this comes with hair. <laughs> Wait, was it Double Check Your Head? Was that the one? No, it was, um... There, was it just oh, the... Live to the Five? Or to the Five Burrows? No, uh, fuck. Mm. Hot Sauce Committee or whatever it was? Got the full name. Alright. You're forgiven, because I don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's Sean, I did. It's so good. Flawless. It's perfect. It's like one of the most tight, tightly knit, knitted scripts ever. Yep. Yeah, it's, yes, everything in that is good. <laughs> What's up with a gold baby? That's a, it was a prize from an It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia game show uh, at SDSU. And I wasn't a student there, but I was like, but I was like, what? There's a sunny game show? I know everything about that show. This was like season two. Yeah. Yeah. So I won. I destroyed the competition. Great. <laughs> they had a they had a setup for the a game show that looked like the bar. Yeah, yeah. And um, each person was standing at a like a like a looked like a table with a buzzer. Yeah. They, did, they did pretty good. <laughs> so how long you been doing stand up? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I wish I could figure out what the date was. I guess it would be nice to like fully know that answer. Yeah. After a while, you're just like, a while? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's certain things where, like, that had a year on it. I remember when that happened. <laughs> but, like, as far as, like, starting, I don't know. Yeah. Too long? Yeah, man. What about you? Well, that's awesome. Um, about six years now. Uh, I think October is going to be six years. 
the, yeah, you're right. See, There's that hazy yeah, 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 area yeah. where you're like, <laughs> you feel pretty confident about that. October? I think so. Seriously? <laughs> I don't have October. Plus, it's a good month. Oh, I mean, yeah. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started around in San Diego. Nice. Yeah. Are you from there? No, not originally. Uh, moved there in 2006. Lived there till July of last year, which is when I moved up here. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you get your start? Austin. Okay. How long were you there before you moved out here? I lived there 13 years and started standing up until... That, that's how I can figure it out. Yeah. I was 24, so whatever. Fuck, 12 years ago. God damn it, old. <laughs> ah, I just have a breakdown. You finally, like, we start and I'm just crying. Yeah. <coughs> oh, boy. Sobbing. I never knew. The time went by too quick. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so are you doing comedy as your job? Or what do you... What do you uh, well, sort sometimes. Have, like, side jobs <laughs> and stuff? And yeah, walking dogs and house sitting and <laughs> anything that will give me money. Yeah. But, but yeah, right now I'm not trying to... I'm hoping to... Uh, I love film and television and... I've been obsessing way more about that lately than stand. Like, I haven't been writing jokes, man. And then I feel guilty. <laughs> and I start to freak out. Very anxiety riddled. Well, is that what keeps you going? I one, guess. Of the, one of the things? Like, I gotta have the anxiety or else I can't, can't do anything. Do you think, like, because there's been sort of a, another boom ish right now? Like, comedy. Hey, have you been recording on yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know where it was starting. Yeah. If there's anything you Shit, definitely like, want me to. Now? I mean. Is that awful? I'll, I'll, no, I'll like edit. Like, yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I was just not edit gonna talk. I don't want that stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so stupid. I just realized there's stuff moving. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God, I can, now I'm like going back to what I said. No, I can take out whatever. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> an idiot. Um, but this is, okay. So uh, speaking of like comedy, sh like it it's getting it's getting in the hands of like the fans with like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. Where yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. we know what we like. Just fucking let us decide. And shows are getting renewed immediately now. Um. Do you think at some point we'll see, like, I don't know, like, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey as, like, executives, like, greenlighting shows? Because they, I mean, they do create shows on their yeah, own. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of hope so. I feel like... Or, th or th like, they have the clout now where they can, like, be like, this is a funny show, and then Viacom or, wh or whoever is going to be like, yeah, okay, we trust you because people yeah, think yeah, you're funny. Yeah. Well, I think there is a lot of that now, <laughs> which I, like, you know, like... Um, it's bet it's better. Yeah, and I mean, there's a weird thing too, where there's so many things where they're only looking for in-house, you know. So that's a weird thing for me too. Where it's like, how does anything <laughs> get made? Yeah, like it's it's all ancestral in a weird way. It's, 
But like, no, your idea is killer. It's a billion dollar idea. <laughs> but But you don't work you here. Don't work here. <laughs> like, what? How do I That's why we're in this meeting, I thought. <laughs> uh, why did you call me? They're doing another season of Arrested Development. Oh, really? What? Holy shit. Yeah. How did I not hear that? And I heard that this time it's going to be linear again. Because uh -huh. everyone, like, freaked out for season four, but they were like, I don't know. It's don't not know. one, two, and three. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> it's like eight years after the fact. More. Damn. Yeah, I thought the way they put it all together is, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Insane and then, um, yeah, you see all the crossovers, and you're like, "Oh, that's from, oh, yeah, that's what yeah. that was." Oh. Steve Holt with the bug, the bug oh, truck. <laughs> I'm excited about that. What did I see today? <coughs> the Top Gun. Did you see that? Top Gun's official. Top Gun Two. What? Yeah. <laughs> nuh uh. It's uh, Tom Cruise dealing with drones. No. To modernize it. Yep. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> like the Point Break reboot? Uh, you seen that trailer? Oh, yeah. That uh, that actually looked like... I, I just... I love the original I, so much. I, like, I'm so attached to it. I still haven't seen the original. Oh, wow. And now I saw the trailer for the new one, and I was like... I didn't even know the premise. Oh. I would have gone into the old... Watching the old one, not really knowing what it was about. Yeah. Well, this one, like... The only part I know is from Hot Fuzz, where he's like, "Oh yeah, you yeah, never yeah. shoot your gun in the air and say ah." <laughs> yeah, like I, I, the original, like I was just like in love with, and I think it was like a perfect part of like male childhood, you know, whatever. And uh, male childhood growing up. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. adolescence, like is a perfect movie for that kind of. Stuff. I don't know, but um. But yeah, the new one, like, it just bothers me that there's, like, a line in the trailer where they're, like, uh, something about, like, we're gonna have to get this away from these extreme athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl, like, looks in the camera and has to say extreme athletes, and it's, like, because they, all they're trying to do is make it more extreme, which just bothers me. And it's, like, it doesn't look like there's any connection to the original so it's like just make a different fucking because it doesn't look anything like it they're like take it to all these locales so it's not just surfing it's like surfing they the same names and they go surfing but there's also snowboarding and like whatever bikes and yeah, base jumping yeah maybe? whatever the squirrel yeah. sugar glider shit is that looks fun professional, oh. i want to be a professional sugar glider <laughs> Oh god, when I was uh, You end up on a giant's hand, like wrapped <laughs> around it. You just, you just squeal to like push you out of your misery. Fucking hate sugar gliders. I, I, I had a friend that had two sugar gliders. Or no, one. And he called me. I already kind of blew the punch here, but. He called me crying one day. And he's like this. That, like he never broke down about anything. Yeah. Very stoic guy. He calls me out of blue, crying. We hadn't talked in a while. I was like, dude, take a deep breath and tell me what's going on. <laughs> he's like, Sarah's dead. And I was like, fuck. And I like freeze because I'm panicked because he's just like losing it. And I was like, who is Sarah in my head? I don't ask yeah, Sarah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I know he has a sister. It has to be his sister. And so I was just like, oh my god, Ken's sister died. And then. I was like, what, what happened? 
And then he was like, she was flying around, and then she flew in the toilet, and she drowned. And I fucking cracked up. And I was just like, I was like, oh, you're talking about your stupid sugar glider? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I thought you were talking about your sister. And he laughed. And luckily, I was like, dude, things could be much worse. Your sister could be dead. And it seemed to have helped him, but I was just like, those things are meant for captivity. Dude, you know what they look like? They remind me of, um, you remember Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, oh, yeah. It reminds me of that little, oh, cute little yeah. alien guy. It's yeah. like, and he like keeps them in his pocket. I wonder if that's where they got that. Like, I think they're redoing that, too. What? Yeah, they're redoing everything. They could make it pretty cool. Yeah, and no, I guess it is a good... It's a cool premise. There are certain, like, things where they do a reboot, I'm like, well, in this day and age... Yeah. <laughs> although I, I got excited for RoboCop because I was just like, wow, you know, with the special effects and stuff, but, yeah. Did he blow anyone's dick off in the new one? No, have you seen that sketch where he just yeah. blows <laughs> They just come out of the woodwork and he's just blowing all their dicks off. So good. <laughs> whoever, whoever thought of that, like, and then presented it and then they got it made, they're like, fuck yeah, <laughs> a video where just a bunch of dicks get blown off. <laughs> It was good. They were all bad guys. <laughs> trying to think of other things where people's dicks get blown off. <laughs> I know there's a lot. You watch action movies? Why can I not think of any? Yeah, just RoboCop. I know there have been... I'm gonna Google it. Like, Dick Punch? There's a bunch of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wait, dicks getting blown off. <laughs> Barney's movie had heart. The football in the groin had a football in the groin. <laughs> Shut my dick off in Vietnam. What? <laughs> At least five Americans accidentally shot off their penises since 2010. What? That's the second thing that comes up. Man shoots off his own penis, becomes unintentional anti-gun. Oh, man. This is why you don't have guns. <laughs> yeah. You don't shoot your dick. I mean, yeah. I, I, before I moved out here, um, uh, before I moved out here, I stopped in El Paso because my uncle, it's the midway point between yeah. Tech, like, Dallas and... Is that the, here. like, really, right the part the that, like, stretches the, out? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and, like, it's, it's maddening because you're just in Texas for half of the 24-hour <laughs> trip. <laughs> And then the second I feel so much quicker because you're like, because you hit state, state, state. But I stopped in El Paso and I had this like Texas to-do list of like, like before I left. And so at my uncle's ranch, I wanted to ride a horse, uh, shoot a gun, drink beer, eat barbecue, get a new pair of boots, um, and kill the rattlesnake. And I did all of it in like two days. <laughs> like I never really fired a gun, like just BB guns. Yeah. And so I was like thirty or something, and oh. And I I loved it. It was awesome. But like, um, did you get knocked back? Nah, I I I'm a pussy about noise too. Like okay. But uh, 
but there was this that was my biggest fear was like you like have a holster and stuff but like my biggest fear is like I would just like there's certain precautions you take whatever my cousin was showing me what to do but like the way you hold your gun but like even with the safety on I would just do everything I could to not point at my dick like that was my yeah was that <laughs> in my head my head was number two but like I went surfing like a few months back and like got in the water and I just covered my crotch I was like I'm so nervous about sharks yeah. I just covered my crotch. <laughs> and then I was just like... And that's how you surfed, too. Yeah. Just <laughs> holding <pretty> it. <laughs> but I got all in my head about, like, my dick. It, it just is like, it's way out in the open here. I, I would, like, cover You're not it. wrong. Like, really, and there are sharks. Yeah, there are sharks. <laughs> and then I started, like, started freaking out about it. And I started thinking about sharks. And then I was like, they smell your fear. So they're going <laughs> to... No, that's dogs. Gonna, yeah, well, I think it's all animals. I don't know. So then I got my head, I was like, okay, think about something happy, so I started thinking about kittens. And then I was like, ah, oh, they can sense the kittens. I bet they would love to eat a kitten. They could never eat a kitten, and that's, uh, I kind of snowballed. I'm crazy. I'm very, those are like all real thoughts I had, trying to serve. And then you were like, they want to eat the kittens in my mind. <laughs> yeah, my mind Mind That's the title of your next album, yep. Mind, Mind Kittens. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. <sighs> and whoever listens to this episode and then listens to that album will be like, ah, oh, that's where Mind Kittens came from. <laughs> What's weird is that I kept surfing. Like, that's... Just all anxious and... Yeah, like, but I love it. It's I've still addictive. never, I've still never been surfing. I want to, though. It's really fun. Like if you catch a wave, it's shortboard's hard, right? Like if I yeah, yeah. if I got a shortboard, yeah, then I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well. I'm doing a surf lesson soon because I'm going backwards as far as uh, my surfing, but yeah, um, longboard's easy. Yeah, like I don't. I've just been terrible lately, but uh, it's fucking fun. It, I hated the movie Avatar, but. <laughs> There's something about catching a wave or riding a horse where you you get that whole like stupid thing in Avatar where you're like you're one with the animal. Or oh, whatever. you link up your braid yeah, to your yeah, surfboard. That's what it feels like. It's <laughs> weird. It's like it really is this weird hypnotic like I don't know. I can feel it. Yeah. It's very. Because yeah, the water's moving and moving your yeah. board, and then your body's connected to the board, so it's like it's, you got the. It's very it's hippie like. Well, I've had that, like, um, I used to skate a lot, and I would just ride, but sometimes when you're just riding, you're like, you can feel the, like, yeah, the grooves, yeah. and, like, you're like, okay, well, there's a hole up there, I'm gonna dodge that, and not do an ollie, because I've been <laughs> skating wrong my whole life. <laughs> How did you find out you were skating wrong your whole life? Because, well, okay, so I didn't have anyone to teach me, and the first skateboard I got was, like, this piece of crap, alley cat. Uh, and it was all plastic, <laughs> and oh, yeah. I started riding with my left foot planted in the back, pumping with my right foot, and then bringing my right foot forward. I mean, I don't skip, but I know that's very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, like, in high school, I got a board, and, like, I would ride it around, and then people would be like, what, what, you ride, like, Mongo Goofy, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just 
ride this way, whatever. And they're just like, you're, uh, what? No one ever told me, like, um, run and then jump. And whatever foot you jump with, that's how you should skateboard. Yeah, wow. Because I, <laughs> yeah, because I'm, um, I just randomly, you know, how you're a guy and you see like a giant thing in a parking lot or whatever in front yeah, of a yeah, store yeah. you gotta jump over it yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I saw one of those giant cement ball things and I was like I'm gonna jump over this and I ran and I jumped off my right foot and I was like fuck that's why I haven't been skateboarding well I've been doing it wrong this whole time I think I'm too old to start yeah my bones are all brittle now <laughs> I guess surfing, that's, that's, maybe that's why I'm attracted to it. Cause like, the water. Yeah. You fall and it's water. Yeah. And then you just get eaten by sharks. <laughs> your dick chopped off. Um, when you surf, wait, um, you don't have a tie to your board, right? No, you, you can't. I, I definitely do. Cause yeah. I lose my board all the time. Yeah, that sucks. There are some very aggressive surfers out there. Oh, I bet. Like, they, they immediately know that you don't know what you're doing and they don't <laughs> want you to be anywhere. There's a guy that was like, because I, I was respectful and was like, I'll go 40 yards over and to where all the sharks are because <laughs> I want to be in a group, ideally, but, uh, you know, I'll be nice to these guys and just go get eaten. And I would go over, way, way over. And there's a guy that, like, you know his intention where he surfed, I'm seriously, like, 30, 40 yards away and he comes like at this odd angle right at me and then he's like is mad at me and I was what? just like what the I didn't move because I whatever I kept my distance yeah guy <laughs> that was your first mistake <laughs> um Oh, what are uh, so what are some like comedy goals you have you were talking about like maybe making a cartoon and uh, I, I don't know. Uh, to just write one joke soon. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> to write something relevant that's funny. Hey, uh, you've already got the premise with surfing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of new, new dicks getting eaten by sharks and jokes. <laughs> Maybe that's the way I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna be the next um, Victor Borg. What's his name? Victor Borg or Victor Borga? Uh, no, I fucked that up. I don't up. know. Borgnine? No. Er Ernest Borgnine? Yeah. <laughs> I do want to be the next Ernest Borgnine. Borg, like from Star Trek? Oh, I think it's Victor Borga. <laughs> My grandma loved him. He's a comedian? Yeah. Dick, oh, Dick, shut up. I need to remember who it Who's Ernest Borgnine? Uh, he's an actor. He did some stuff. Old, like... Yeah, Victor Borg. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. Why do I not remember what he <laughs> The whole podcast is just me Googling yeah. stuff that sounds like Borg. <laughs> He's the second Ernest after Ernest Hemingway. It's not it's not too common a name anymore. I used to do this bit that never would get off the ground that I thought was so funny about how Ernest Hemingway 
Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Was known for his characters were known for grace under pressure, but and I was like, that makes a lot of sense coming from an alcoholic that shot his brains out. And like, I don't know why I love that joke so much. <laughs> I, say it I get why the audience is didn't like it. No, I get it. <laughs> It's because he couldn't do it himself. <laughs> these, do you have any jokes that didn't work where you like grew so attached to him now and um, you get angry? Yeah. Uh, cert- well, certain ones were you you write it down and you're like fucking laughing while you're writing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you try it and either it's just they don't think it's funny at all or your wording is wrong or whatever and so you're like... I, th- I thought that was a lot funnier <laughs> than it was. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> what I hate is like, it feels like it, there's still an element from like starting out to now to where that, that happens to where you're like, okay, I've been doing this long enough. I have to have a better sense of what's definitely going to work. But then like, and you know, for the most part, I guess, but like, but there's definitely... The jokes you, you tend to be when you're writing it out, you're like, yeah, this is it. It's gonna be gold. And like, I'm trying a bunch of new stuff. Like, all right, get, get ready, guys. <laughs> Speaking of dicks getting blown off. And then I do it, and it's just, it's just like that awkward, like, oh, like, you feel like you're gonna throw up. And not really. But, but then, like, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll try that stupid fucking joke, I, you know. I used to close for the longest time on this, like, one of my first bits about, like, hiding in a clothing rack, and <laughs> it was one of those things where I wrote all this stuff that I thought was gold, I was so excited about, yeah. none of it worked, I was like, I'll do this stupid clothing rack bit, ended up being my closer for, like, forever, like, oh. starting out, it was, like, the safest joke I had, and I hated the joke, I didn't even like it to begin with, I just was like, ah, maybe some people can relate to this, and then I was like, god damn it, I have to do this thing. <laughs> Felt good getting a laugh and was clean, so that was nice. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah, that I think that Hemingway one would work. Um, he tried it what, twice? Yeah, uh, ten know. times. Yeah, hundred. <laughs> I will bring it back every once in a while. Like it just wasn't meant to be at that time. Like, nope, or any time. Next time you you could do it again, and then next time you do it, just say like, "Okay, this joke never works." <laughs> Start it out that way, and then and then the audience is like, focused on like, <laughs> okay. People love love when you start out with, "Hey, I'm gonna feed you some crap." This jo- this next joke is a piece of shit. <laughs> so you, you guys, guys are gonna love it. it. <laughs> God, I I did a. Uh, a show in Houston, like, uh, I don't know, almost a decade ago, I did. Mm. And the audience was, was this club that was, like, close to shutting down, you know, like, it had kind of gone up and down, up and down. Yeah. And there was nobody there on a Saturday night. It used to be sold out every Saturday. There's two shows at night. First show, I'm sitting in the lobby. I order a beer. And as I'm ordering a beer, I hear this old woman behind me say, I'm so excited! I haven't been this. I haven't been to a concert since Ringo Starr. And oh I'm just wow! Like, oh, there's so many things wrong with everything you just said. That's your crowd. And yeah, and so immediately I was like, God, I slammed my beer, 
and then ordered another one. I tell the manager who I was kind of buddies with, it's like, hey, this crowd, I already hate them. I was like, is it okay if I just do, like, the harshest stuff that I know they're going to hate? I was like, I'll get them back. And he was like, that's fine, I'll do whatever you want. So I get up there. And I say, hello, everybody. My name is Ringo Starr. And that same lady yelled out, no, you're not. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, of course, he didn't even understand it. Uh, like, she took me so serious. So I was like, fuck this. So I did. No, you're not. This is like right when Heath Ledger died. <laughs> and yeah. I... I I had this bit about... Wait, you say a decade ago? Yeah, or when, yeah, when, was, not, when did Heath Ledger... that long ago. It okay. Maybe like six years ago? Yeah, six... Yeah. Because the last Dark Knight was like two years ago, I think. So I... I <laughs> yeah, it was whenever... Anyway. Right after he died. Oh, oh, what am I, the time police? <laughs> <laughs> time cop, you're time cop. You're <laughs> damn. Do the splits on the counter. Uh, okay, so the lady is... Uh, like, yeah. Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah, so I had this bit about, like, <laughs> and I brought it back. I brought it back for Paul Walker. It's so fucked up, but it's just about, like, uh, how everybody has all the celebrity they're allowed to fuck. Yeah. And I said, you know, like, guess who my girlfriend is? And I was like, Heath Ledger. And I was like, so I win, or whatever, something like that. And, like, a crab moan. And so it's it was, like, a real quick bit. And it was always a moaner, but, like, people loved it. And, like... <laughs> And uh, there were a couple You're like, no, no, because she's a necrophiliac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves fucking dead. <laughs> but the... Uh, so they groaned, but they loved oh, they, it? No, 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 they, they did not love it, though. And I knew they weren't going to love it, <laughs> so I did it immediately. Yeah. And so it was like max, like the most I'd stretched it out was two minutes. Yeah. I did it for like eight to ten minutes. <laughs> I just like, and they were not liking any of it. And I was like, I hate these people. Fuck them. So I was like, I'll cram it down their throat. And, uh, so I just kept forcing it down there. And then, um, and then I did... I could, any really dark joke I could think of, I did it. And then at the last five minutes, uh, to not piss off the club, I told him I'd get him back. I like did all these like puppy jokes and stuff. Yeah. And, like, and loved it. Yeah, it was fine. Was, like, of course, you love this crap. <laughs> did you end with the clothing rack? I probably. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that. Well. <laughs> That uh, that club is still there. Oh no 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 it's not there. Oh. Uh, there's a there's a new club there right screwed with a comic hardcore West you know West Hudson. Uh, I don't think so. No funny dude, he's out here. Uh, they put us up with this put he or he uh, they put me up this really fancy hotel. Yeah. And. They didn't put him up, so he just got, he ended up staying at the dingiest, like, crack den. Uh, like, where he was, like, nervous at night, and he's a big dude. And, uh, and so, I realized, like, it was a hotel, so I was like, they have to have a landline. So I called his landline, and I was just like, yo, dog, this is eight ball. I was like... I was like, where's my boy at? Where's my boy at? And I kept like, and he was just like so nervous. And he was like, 
I, I'm sorry, Mr. Eight Ball, but there's no. Uh, whatever, I can't remember who the kid was looking for, but he was so apologetic, and I, I couldn't even. I wish I had scripted it. I thought he would figure it out within yeah. two seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, he's like believing this, and so I would have written like a ten-page script to yeah. go by, but he. Oh, he was so. I was like, I'm about to come kick down your fucking door. And he just was so like, no, no, it's it's okay. It's so nice. Did you complain? Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. help laugh. I started laughing. He was Dude. like, what the fuck? I think he's just relieved. <laughs> Someone named Eight Ball was like, trying to kick down his door. Shoot his dick off. Yo, dog, this is Eight Ball. <laughs> um, uh, oh, so, yeah, so the writing and everything... What what are some other uh, goals you want to have? Like, do you want to like get an hour and like do? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> How about I just do an hour right now? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You've been we've been going. <laughs> this is your album, Mind Kittens. <laughs> um, what's your favorite part about doing stand up? Uh, I think just when, kind of what we were just talking about, but without the failure part, <laughs> or like when you write that new joke, and you can't wait to get on stage to tell it, and then it works though, yeah. instead of not working, you know? Yep. I think that's my favorite part, is when you, you have that like, uh, this is, oh, this, you know, when it entertains you, you know, because there's certain jokes where... I don't know, some of my favorite jokes, I feel like as you go on, like, your newest joke is always your favorite, and it's, like, yeah. kind of more consistent with who you are and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all my stuff is so dark. <laughs> but it's, like you said, like, you, uh, you can tell what the comics are going through by what their material is. Yeah. <laughs> do you need to talk about the stupid anxiety more? <laughs> yeah, dude, that holding your crotch while you're surfing is yeah, so funny. Because I just imagine a shark going up and like, be like, where's that dick? Where's that dick? <laughs> and then he sees your hands and he just goes, oh. <laughs> and swims away. <laughs> he swims with his head down. They can't even do <laughs> His fin is fully up and then it just slumps <laughs> over. Let's make a comedy oh. version of Jaws. Yeah. Call it Jawses. <laughs> There's multiple Jawses this time. Yeah, well, they did make a comedy version. It was Jaws 4. Did you see that? No. Oh, boy. The Journey Home, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Star Trek. They had, they had, is I it Aquarium? Know. Or is that three? That was three. <clears throat> I haven't seen that one either. Or, or two. I don't remember three. <laughs> two, two was like... It's supposed to be Jaws's kid? Something like that, but like it still has Brody. It still has all the characters and stuff. Okay. And it's okay. Like, and it's somewhat... It's not very good, but whatever. It's, it's <laughs> decent. But then uh, the fourth one... It's Brody's wife and Michael Caine. I don't remember what Michael Caine what? has to do with it. Michael yeah, Caine? Is yeah, it the third one? Yeah, the fourth one. Oh, fourth one. 
and they're in Jamaica or someplace where there are no sharks, and the daughter or something follows them, like they figured out somehow that like some like kin of that shark follows the wife of Brody to kill her. <laughs> it's the dumbest. Oh, crime. revenge is that, or is that two? I, that shit. Because two might be like revenging for my parent that you killed. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, it might have just been Jaws too. I bet the fourth one was revenge. Or no, it's Jaws for a piece of garbage. <laughs> so bad. There's a quote that's great though from Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine. They asked him. Uh, I'll try to find the exact quote. They asked him uh, about like, Jaws. Have 4? you seen? J- I think it was like at the Academy Awards or something. Michael, God, I can't spell. Michael Caine. I've not seen the film. But I know I was in it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's uh, 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 King Jaws book. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Such a good book. Jaws. Listen, okay, here we go. Um, uh, nope. Not seen the film since it came out. Uh, he, yeah. they, they basically like gave him <laughs> shit about it. They're like, you know, I think he was up for an Oscar that year. But also did that. He's like, I haven't seen the the film yet, but I have seen the house that I paid for it, and it's rather lovely. I was like, nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Maybe just love that guy even more. Oh yeah. It's so funny because he's like, I know it might not be the best film, but it bought me this fucking yeah, sweet house. Yeah. What if the house, like the pool, had like a Jaws four logo at the bottom and stuff? <laughs> Um, speaking of who gives a shit, uh, there's so many of those movies now, like um, Asylum. They make all those shitty yeah, knockoffs, yeah. and there's like who gives a shit? <laughs> like uh. put together the piece, the worst piece of shit ever. People are gonna watch it because it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's make bad entertainment. <laughs> are you talking about like the Sharknado? Sharknado yeah, yeah, like I watched Sharknado and like I could laugh at the. But like, my girlfriend and I every once in a while were like, let's watch one of those bad movies. And it's like, they're so bad they're not even fun. Like it's just, yeah. it misses the mark on even what it's trying. Yep. It's it's not. Because like, The Room was bad because he thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Troll 2 was bad because they thought it was good. Yeah. But it's, like, Sharknado, they were like, let's make one of those like, bad horror movies. Like, it's like a fucking tornado in the ocean. <laughs> like picks up some sharks. Put your hands together. What do we got? <laughs> Sharknado. Exactly. Someone promote that man. I'm the president of the company. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, stupid. But uh, yeah, snakes on a plane came out, and they did snakes on a train. Oh, I forgot that even. Trans- oh yeah. Transformers. They were like. Well, we'll just call ours Transmorphers. Oh, no way. Yep, and then Pacific Rim came out. Guess. Guess what they did. Atlantic Rim? Yep. No way! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You can... There's no lawsuits or anything? Like, uh, no. So close. I think it. I think it falls under, like, parody law or something, where they're like, hey, we didn't use the same title, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Jesus. stupid. 
God, yeah. I feel like we should be right in the next <laughs> club. It just seems so easy. Oh, I PA'd for one of the one of them that probably came out like last year. I don't even know because it's gonna be garbage. It's called Avengers Grim. Wait, what? Avengers Grim. What is? There's a bunch of uh, Grimm's fairy tale yeah. characters who get transported to New York, and then they are like the band together, and they yeah something like that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Lou Ferrigno was in it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Lou. I I uh, they t- they had me walking. Is he a whole character? Uh, no, I mean, like, the character was, like, kind of a robot. I don't know. Iron Iron John, that's what his character was. Oh, wow, like Iron Man, but... Yeah. It would make it more personal with the name John. Sounds like an iron toy. You walked with him? Yeah, they had me walk him out, and then, uh, so, it's me and Lou Ferrigno, it's me and the Hulk in the elevator, (laughs) and he goes, he's just like, where do you live? <laughs> Small talk with the Hulk. It's like, I'm not gonna not tell the Hulk where I live. <laughs> it's like, little Armenia. I don't know where that is. Oh my god. <laughs> Great. How is it playing you in, uh... <laughs> Shit. I love you, man. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Just let him sell your house, Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was crazy. Asylum. Stupid. So bad. Ugh. I remember one of the PA jobs, I had two with them. One of them, they stopped and they had like a meeting like at the end of the day and they were like, hey, uh, we're like really happy to be able to do this. We're making movies, you guys. We're making movies. And I was like, are you though? <laughs> Just because it's considered a film, technically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, like at night, giving themselves pep talks. Like, <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Like worship the Godfather growing up. He's making that. <laughs> now this is the Godfather. <laughs> This is the best film of all time. <laughs> and it always will be. Nope. Ugh. Um, I don't know why that reminded me of this, but do you know Steven Seagal has a music career? What? Yeah, look it up. It's, it's Still or did have one? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean... Because I know right now he's like a, like a weird cop guy or something. Oh, uh, yeah, he had a cop show or something. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> they, like, gave him a badge. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. And he was riding around in a tank or something. Yeah. And I was like, what? This is not... What's happening? <laughs> it's just based on his real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, probably should follow this guy around with cameras. I wish I could sneak around in a tank. <laughs> no one would see me because I'd be in the tank. How great would it be to just lop off his ponytail and just like put it up on your wall, like maybe have it bronzed or something? I heard from uh, one of the Scarbro country. I heard from one of their podcasts that uh, 
one of them PA'd or or one of their friends PA'd for a Seagal movie and he was like on the phone ordering things and he was like yeah and uh, blah 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 and, uh, and a box full of ponytails whoa box full of ponytails <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they might be fake oh my god <laughs> that makes it even more fascinating for you, some reason you know what would make me even happier is if he knew that someone was listening to the conversation and he was just fucking with them oh yeah <laughs> Some shredded cheese, yeah, like a lot of shredded cheese in a football helmet. Yep, melt it too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Love you. What? Love you too, mom. Is <laughs> <laughs> he just taking orders for his mom? <laughs> you gotta look into his music, though, man. It's like the sappiest, crappiest guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone can play rhythm guitar. And I just... <coughs> there's a part of me that just hopes that, like, he's, like, taking a girl out to dinner, brings her. She's like, ah, oh, I got a date with Steven Seagal. But, like, you know those girls that would just sleep with someone and yeah. just say they slept with someone, yeah. even if that person's terrible. And they're just like... Tell, calling her girlfriend like, oh, I'm, I'm a Steven Seagal place. Like, should I? It'd be funny. It's like almost like a pity or a laugh fuck or something. Yeah, a story. It's just for yeah. a story later. And then he's like, you know, before we get down to business, I'm singing a song. And he's like, bust it out. And she just fucking kills herself. And shoots his dick out. What is it? Yeah. In that order. <laughs> What if he busted out and then, like, he had one of those Yanni instruments? Yes. And then he was Yanni. Like, he, <laughs> he just unzips and he's like, it's been me the whole time. <laughs> it's my greatest illusion. And then she's like, Yanni's not a magician. <laughs> None of this makes sense. <laughs> and he unzips again and it's David Copperfield. <laughs> Did you ever see, what was, <coughs> executive decision or something? Doesn't he, like, uh, fall off a plane and die? I don't know. It was great. I think that was the only part I saw. <laughs> I think the only Seagal movie I've seen is, uh... Hard to Kill? No, um... Under Siege? <laughs> Hard to Kill? That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> we need to come up with a title for this movie. My character's really, really hard to kill. <laughs> what should we call it? Hard to kill! <laughs> when they first start out with, Jeez. really, really hard to kill? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, almost. Uh, how about fucking Invincible? <laughs> no, we can't have the word fucking in the title, you know that. I've been working for this studio for years. I just got here yesterday. <laughs> I'm a PA. <laughs> He's just talking to everyone. Uh, really, really hard to kill? Ooh. That, that's... A reality show. Testing out his ponytails. <laughs> I, I wish he would uh, realize that, like, like Mike Tyson realized he's kind of a joke, and yeah. now he's like Mike Tyson Mysteries, and he's a cartoon, and he's running around and doing Scooby shit. Steven Seagal should also realize and be like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm starring in a new reality show. It's about my life. 
and uh, and it's a joke, and it's all yeah, a joke. Yeah. And Gary Busey's oh. in those weird commercials. Yeah, right? yeah, he, he realized. Gets <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he was and what he now is. I'm obsessed with <laughs> Point Break. I know you haven't seen it, but it's a part where Gary Busey, he's like his grizzled partner, mm-hmm. and like they're staking out a bank, and he ordered two meatball subs, and. They get the meatball sauce, but then they, Keanu Reeves takes off on foot, and I'm just like, did you eat the fucking meatball <laughs> <laughs> I always latch on to weird moments like that. Unanswered questions. You're like, what about the sub? Big. Have you seen Big with yeah. Tom Hanks? Yeah, of course. Oh, I've tried to talk about this on stage, but I think it scares people. Like, how she uh, fucked a 12-year-old? That, but <laughs> also just like the fact that like, <laughs> in an adult body <laughs> and then, and then she, the next day he's just an adult because <laughs> she realized it but then she's sad that he's gonna change back and, she reali- and it's like <laughs> wait Ari what and then she's like still kind of like in love with his kid <laughs> and he just goes back to normal but like I-, I watched it for the first time as an adult like a couple years ago yeah. and it has like a happy ending in quotes <laughs> like so he shrinks. I think Elizabeth Perkins, right, or what? Yeah. Like, was watching her. him like shrink back. Yeah. He goes in the house. Kevin or whatever his name was. Uh, she's so excited. Josh, Josh, you're back, <laughs> and she's crying. But then it, you know, credits and it fades out, and yeah. it's like she would immediately just like, where were you touched? Like that. It's <laughs> not a happy ending. There's anything but a happy ending for that kid. That kid just spent the next several years of therapy. He's traumatized. Yeah, he's like, because like he had this awesome adventure, but he's just like, no, mom, I'm telling you, I made this wish on this fucking machine, and then I turned into this like old guy. And I and thought they were with a credit card. Yeah, like. and then, yeah, and then I I was hanging out with uh, Robert Loja, you know, playing piano, and she's like. Oh, this is like the most denial ever. <laughs> just like, uh, it was all a fever dream in his head. Yeah, God. to cope with. Yeah, yeah, to know what was really going on when they'd open up the dungeon doors oh, and no. bring him out. He's <laughs> like, oh, mom, I'm telling you. He's just like all drugged up. And he starts having real problems because he's so sick of going to therapy. <laughs> Sequel. Bigger. What? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger issues. But he... Well, too, like, he calls his mom to, like, le- let her know that Josh is okay, but, like, can't put him on the phone, obviously. So like, yeah, no, I kidnapped your son. He's fine. Like, I, I guess? I don't know. What was his story with, like, who he was when he called? I think he was, like, the kidnapper, I, I think. Or just, like, I, I'm with your son, but, like, he I can't put him on. And then he's, like, crying. He's knocked out at the moment. But I guess, like, he was a kid, so it's probably some sort of messed up, dumb kid logic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You are a man now. Now you have a job <laughs> in an office. <laughs> And he's like, I don't want to be a man anymore. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Even that, like, little joke that they slip in there where um, she's she's like, oh, can I see your place or whatever? And he's like, yeah, you want to have a sleepover? Oh, yeah, And then yeah. they get, 
And then they get to the place, and then it's bunk beds, and he's like, I get to be on top. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's 12. Yeah. <laughs> and the executives then were like, it's funny because he's 12, and he doesn't know what sex is. <laughs> but I mean, he was old enough, to, he had to hit puberty, right? Man, I, uh, I didn't have... I mean, when you see little boys, what, <laughs> what's your gauge on that kid? <laughs> yeah, that's a really messed up question. I think there wasn't enough hormones in the food then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 12, that's, that's, that could be considered on a younger scale. <laughs> I mean... I don't know about today. <laughs> Because, I mean, it seems... I don't know. That's a, that's a territory we want to get into. And then they just started talking about puberty for, like, a half hour. <laughs> oh, puberty. Big. Splash was fucked up, too, because I you're like... I don't even remember it. Is oh. that Tom Hanks as well? Yeah. Wow. And John Candy. John Candy oh. was his brother. And his... Like, he would bring change around with him and accidentally spill it under a girl and oh, then look up her dress. That's all I remember from that. <laughs> and he still did it as an adult. <laughs> wow. And then, yeah, Tom Hanks sees Daryl Hannah mermaid when he's little and he sees her again when he's an adult because she, like, comes to... She comes to shore to, like, find him or something? I think. And then he's like, what's your name? <laughs> and she's like... I can't say it in your language. That's fine, say it in your language. And then she breaks all the TVs and all the glass because it's all like sonar and shit. Oh, uh, I kind of want to watch Wasn't that like Spielberg or somebody? Somebody big, I feel like. Probably. But yeah, it was, it was cool because at the end, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to abandon my life on Earth and go with you into the ocean. Wait, what? He follows you? You don't remember? How does he get down there? He, Is there a breathing apparatus? He, yeah, he, like, finds her, and then she... I feel like she makes out with him and, like, maybe, like, quote-unquote, breathes uh, yeah. natural yeah, oxygen <laughs> into him, and then he can, like, breathe with her. And they go swimming, and then in the distance you see this, like, burgeoning, like, oh, no, science hasn't found this yet, <laughs> but we're gonna swim here, because <laughs> this is where wow. mermaids live. To watch at least <laughs> it's sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> the snorks meets the abyss. Oh god, I was drunk and ran into uh, Ed Harris at um like in the uh, inauguration after party thing and like inauguration. Yeah, uh, when Obama was okay. elected, and uh, I was in D.C. and like uh, like. After the inauguration, there's all this crazy stuff going on. And uh, Talib Kweli was performing, but there was like all these crazy, it was like this insane list of performers. But like, so Talib Kweli is on stage and Ed Harris is over here. <laughs> I'm like, why is Ed Harris listening to Talib Kweli? Doesn't seem to fit him at all. And I go up to Ed Harris, I just bought the movie The Abyss, and uh, drunk and I was like, hey, I hey. Saw, I, that's when I saw him see. Oh, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I like I, I James like, Cameron, right? Yeah, yeah, I like alien stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's 
it's interesting. It's a little long. But uh, I kind of like just basically like grab him and I was just like, hey, I just bought the Abyss at Target for five bucks. Why would I slick? Yeah, I just got your movie real cheap. Did he say anything back? He was very nice. You could tell he wanted to punch me in the face. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, he, he didn't say much. He was just very like, get away from me. Yeah. I, I took, he let me take a picture. The picture's all blurry. And, and he's flipping nervous. off the camera. Yeah. His eyes were flipping him off with his eyes. That would have been great if you went the, another way with it and just you're like... Hey, I just bought the Abyss, and it's really good. I hadn't seen it before. <laughs> then he would have been like, "Ah, oh, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> like I just saw the original John Carpenter's The Thing, like uh, two years ago, year and a half ago, for the first time. I haven't seen it. Oh. Check it out. Yeah, like you. I mean, you've seen references to it your whole life, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when you finally see it, you'll go, "Ah." Nice. X-Files? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's coming back. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I've, I was, I've been re-watching through all of them the last, like, year, and totally worth it, because there's a lot of episodes that I just don't remember. Yeah. Because when it first came out, uh, when it first came out, I was, like, 14, 15, or whatever. I, I... I loved all of them, but I always just was like, get to the aliens! Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they'd have the off yeah. stories, and, which were great, but I was like, what is happening with the aliens? Because <laughs> there's that whole other backstory. I still haven't seen the second movie. It's it's good. I mean, if you like X-Files, you like it, but... I heard from everyone who's seen it, they're like, don't watch the second movie. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I think it's just like, it, I have it'll be for it, so I don't care. Yeah, it'll be part it of the continuity still, yeah. and like... And it, then did, it didn't hold, you know, <laughs> it wasn't great, but... I bet, here's what I bet the second just, movie's about, but don't tell me. Uh, uh, just using my logic of people saying, D if you like X-Files, don't watch the second movie. <sighs> it was all a lie, it was all, the government set it up, there's been no aliens, and uh, it's all been a lie the whole time. No, it's just, <laughs> it was just a B story. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't alien connected, really, so it was just... Oh, it felt like just a long episode? Yeah, yeah, which I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know? Like, and it wasn't one of the better episodes, but it was still <laughs> an episode I got to watch, you know? Yeah. I, uh, uh, one, uh, do you know, do you know who Whitley Strieber is? Uh-huh. He uh, wrote this book <clears throat> called Communion, and, uh, it was published in, like, 85, the film came out in, like, 86. I don't even know exactly how I'm related to him. It's on my mom's side. Uh, my great grandmother, her last name is Streeter, so it's somewhere through that. Okay. And uh, it's about how he's supposedly abducted by aliens. So I've been like fascinated with aliens like my whole life. And um, to where like I thought I was abducted when I was like in high school, like <laughs> it was nuts. What's and, the uh, story of your abduction? Oh boy, this is embarrassing. No, dude, this is awesome because I. Like, it's the weirdest I'm story. on board when people talk about aliens. But it doesn't make any sense. So How would it if it was aliens? <laughs> it was like... I was like 16, 17. And like... Um, this is so fucking embarrassing. Uh, so I 
am taken into my closet by these two very tall aliens. And, uh, I mean, it was so scary. And, like, they don't look... Have you seen Fire in the Sky? Uh-huh. Oh, you want to shit your pants. How <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Aliens I was so scared of aliens my whole life. And a lot of it was because of that book. And all I knew about the book was... It was written by a guy I was related to. Yeah, and so you're like, and if it, it happened to him, it could yeah, happen like to me. Yeah, like Bloodline or something. Yeah. And like, and I mean, so 85, I was like six years old. And so, so, so that book, like everybody in my family had it. So I'd go to my grandparents and they'd all talk about it. Yeah. But they would tell us not to read it because it will scare you. <laughs> and it was just like, so that made it worse. Yeah, you're like, now I want to read like it. A little boy's imagination. Yeah. And, the, and the title, I'll show you the title. Like, you'll probably recognize the title. It's kind of like somewhat infamous. Um, um, so I was told not to read this book that has the scariest. Like oh ever, yeah, ever. yeah, I have seen that. And uh, so just like, don't read this; it will scare you. It's by a relative that was abducted by. <laughs> just like gives me the bullet points of why I should be scared, but then lets a little boy's imagination run wild. So like, I would just think up. Uh, I'm sure if they would just say, "Hey, read this," like, I should have just read it like a year yeah. later, and yeah. I would have been like, "Oh, this is for no matter what's in there." Still haven't read it. I've seen the shitty movie, and. He helped write. Chris Walken plays him in a movie. What? It, and like, I have to see this now. And it's now. not. And apparently, he didn't like the movie. And like, <laughs> I, it, find, it came on one time, and I was like real high, and I was with some neighbors, and I was like, "Hey, this is that movie, it's that book I was telling you about." And there's the dumbest scene ever, and immediately I was like, "All those years of me fearing aliens," and they're like singing a song together on a sh- like it's so dumb. <laughs> um, so I, Back yeah, to your story. I, so I, I thought I had been drugged in. To your closet. Weird, was two like, really tall aliens. Yeah, two really tall aliens in a closet. Like, walk, this walk-in closet. What, like, what did they look in. like? They're, they're, they're just like real tall, real real skinny. Wiry. Like, and like, yeah, real wiry and like real... Their skin was... Like in Fire in the Sky, they have some like... It, it looked a lot kind of like that, but... Um, Real gross skin, like kind of brownish, kind of patchy, and like their eyes were kind of like that almond shape, but like much smaller. They weren't like the big. Yeah. And but where it was confusing, all they were saying was Cheech and Chong, Cheech and Chong, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? But and then I wake up, and I'm in my bed, but I'm paralyzed. I cannot move. Oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, and like. And my eyes, like, I can see through my eyelids, but it's, like, just this bright, whitish, purplish light. And I finally, like, I get up, and, uh, or no, I don't get up, sorry. I'm paralyzed, can't, I can see this bright light, and then I can finally, like, I can wiggle my toes a little bit. Yeah. And, like, I'm fully awake, but then, like, I finally can move everything, but I'm, like, so nervous to, like, make any sudden movements. Yeah. Because these beings that flew from another galaxy, you know, like, can't come back, I guess. <laughs> If they see me moving in a bit, so I run and I had these markings like between my knuckles. I like at that time, like I would often wake up with these weird markings between my knuckles. What? It looked like a needle, and like so that that was an and I, I had this unexplained, not a birthmark, but something that looked like a birthmark that came like a few years later in my life. Yeah. yeah so like anyway, uh, 
So I had all these like theories that like they just uh, said stuff like Cheech and Chong to like make me think it was a dream. Yeah. And I'm sure it was just a night terror or whatever, you know. But well, also like sleep paralysis can you can like fucking see scary shit. I've heard really like horror stories where you're like you can't move and there's a like a old hag lady or something and she like comes up to your face. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you got dragged into your closet and they kept telling you about those movies. <laughs> They're like, Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here, man. You're like, what does this mean? <laughs> uh, tying into aliens and well, fire in the sky meets X-Files. Uh, I won't say who yet. Um, in Koreatown, the third Vermont, that okay. there's a Bonds and a Ralphs. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which. I think it was Bonds. Um, I walked inside, and then uh, like I just got in the front door, and uh, I see this like homeless guy just face plant, and you could hear his face like like Ooh. hit the the ground yeah and I turned to my friend that was visiting from Austin and I was like she looks at me like you're the guy and I was like oh I guess I gotta do stuff <laughs> so I go over to try to help this guy other people see him but everybody's just like oh, walking around worry. him and yeah. yeah and so I I'm like sir are you okay sir are you okay but I kind of keep a distance and um and then he finally like rolls over and I immediately recognize Robert Patrick the, the T-1000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? With it, like, because I recognize his eyes. Like, he looked very yeah. different. He had, like, this handlebar mustache. And he didn't look well. He was real red. And he explains to me that he's been stung by a bee. And his throat is closing. He needs an EpiPen, which I didn't know what that was until this happened. You helped T-1000 <laughs> not die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I need an EpiPen. You're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, By that was, extension! <laughs> that was the whole thing. Is like, like, the whole time, he'd need a liquid Benadryl to, to help his throat from closing. Wow. So I run to the pharmacy, but the whole time I'm like, it's fucking T-1000. Yeah. So I was like writing all these jokes. And I was like, God, that movie would have been fucking two minutes long if he'd been stung by a bee. I just like... And they're like, yeah, if I help him, then I kill the human race. You know, I side with a robot. Like... <laughs> So I'm like trying to get my comedian brain to just stop because this guy is going to die. And I like tell the pharmacist, I'm like, hey, this guy fell down and blah, blah. And you tell like, ah, oh, another stupid homeless guy that's dying. And so they're dragging their feet and he can't be like, no, it's an important guy because I helped him. You yeah. should just fucking help a human. Yeah. And like, so I, I grab him. They finally like, they, I get the last look at Benadryl, give it to him. I try to like, tried to give me money which I was like confused um he tried to give you money yeah he's just like hey oh. take some money he's like no we're, we're good I just, let's just have you not yeah. die why yeah. don't you make some more <laughs> films and stuff yeah. and uh and like it, it was a whole long thing like I stayed with him as long as I could but I had a show in Santa Monica that night and he was in X-Files yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh so I but I, I took off and uh but then I was like invested in it because like I stayed with yeah. him as long as I could yeah and the, f the store manager came over and because oh one of the EMTs like what's your relation to to, to the Mr. Patrick and I was like I don't know a fan and she, she was like are you his son or I was like no and I was like I'm a fan and so 
the manager heard that, so he like knew it was somebody. Yeah. He was like, "Hey man, who, who is that?" And I was like, and I got so mad. I was like, "You're a guy. It's the T one that I got like, like why should I get so mad?" But you should know, like T one thousand. Come on. And uh, Agent Doggett. <laughs> so I I go I do my show. I talk about it on stage because I was just kind of thrown off. Yeah, because it just happened. Yeah, so yeah, it's fresh yeah, in your yeah. mind, yeah. And so, <laughs> but I can't, couldn't really sleep. I went to bed at like four, and like at six, I started Googling his name to see if he like died. Yeah. And, uh, and then I called like my manager at the time. was just like, hey, I don't know if this is a thing, but can you find out, like call his people or something? And it was like this weird, weird Hollywood thing. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, that, so they gave me his like agent's number. Yeah. So like I call his agent. I'm like, uh, I I I saw Mr. Patrick pass out at the Vons. I was the guy with the liquid Benadryl. I don't want anything. Which sounds like you super want something. And I was just like, but I just want to make sure he's okay. Here's my number. Here's my email. And then I I got an email like an hour later. I got two really nice emails. Cool. That's all I want. I just want to close. Yeah, it. yeah, like, yeah. Please don't be dead. Because I saw him. He seemed okay and he was talking and stuff when I left, but like, but uh, yeah, I just thought he, sure. he looked better. But then he got and he left in an ambulance. He was like, "Shit!" Yeah. And then I was just on stage. <laughs> man, that was like definitely my weirdest celebrity run-in. Um, that's crazy because you saved his life. <laughs> sort of. Not, I, I mean, helped him not die. Well, <laughs> he could have like because people thought he was homeless. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he face planted, so he could have easily just not woken up. Yeah. Uh, did you watch True Blood? Because he was also yeah, in that. I, yeah, I, I heard that. When, when did you uh, do the Benadryl thing? When did that all happen? Uh, probably like three years ago. Yeah. So you helped him finish out True Blood. his True Blood storyline. That's What's crazy. What's crazy is like I told I you know had to text some of my buddies back home that like we saw T two together and stuff. Yeah. And so I told one of them and he immediately googled Robert Patrick Beesting. Yeah. And I guess like he has some blog somewhere or something on his website where he talks about having he found out he's allergic because he was on his motorcycle and um, he got stung by a bee passed out on his motorcycle, like, pulled over, passed out, and the only thing that, like, the only way he survived, uh, his leg, like, the, uh, the engine burnt a hole through his leg and, like, gave him some, like, like, like pretty bad burns, I think, Ooh. and so it gave him a pump of adrenaline and he was able to make it, I think. Wow. So that's how he found it, but, like, this time, he was in his SUV and one just flew into his fucking car. What? He needs to carry a fucking EpiPen, man. Yeah, like, like, yeah. We're just living a bubble. Holy shit. Uh, um, it's very nice. Especially, like, he was, like, so considerate when he was the one that, like, I kept telling him, like, hey, save your breath. Like, like, like <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't be talking to me. Like, he's trying to be very nice and, like, like thanking me and stuff. But yeah. I was like, dude, like, like and I was trying to, like, were... let me talk to your doctor <laughs> because you shouldn't be talking. Like, because, like, concentrating on your breathing. So weird. Oh man. Um, have you seen the preview for the new Terminator? I'm sure yeah. you have. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it. I think it. Like, I think it could be good. It looks like they're poking fun at themselves a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Which, like, 
people hated T3. Yeah. <laughs> like, just hated it. And I was like, I mean... And then Christian Bale's thing never existed, I guess. Oh, really? They're doing it like that? I think so. I think that was just... Because that was going to be its whole its own franchise. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That was the reboot, you know? And he was going to be John Connor and yeah. just, like, march through. But the Salvation, that was more in the future. Yeah. And then this one's, like, more in the present again, yeah, I right? So. I mean, I don't see it just as because <laughs> it at least goes back to the original storyline which is fun yeah even if it's garbage it'll be interesting and Daenerys is playing Sarah Connor yeah yeah what why didn't they get Lena Headley to play Sarah Connor <laughs> <laughs> she was in that show <laughs> I wonder what Linda Hamilton thinks of all this she was such a badass yeah you know what she probably thinks of it not much she probably doesn't even uh, think of it at all she's like yeah you know what's funny is like when that came out, I remember it was such a big deal. She got pretty ripped for it. Yeah. It was such a big deal. They would like always make it. I feel like I'd see talk shows with her on it, and they would like show a clip of her doing chin-ups, and they're just like, "Look at you doing chin-ups!" And it's like <laughs> thinking about that now, like it's like isn't that kind of fucked up. Like a woman can do chin-ups. Like yeah. it's not like crazy. Like. Especially, like, when you have a budget, like, hey, you need to, like, look like a badass, so we're going to have you do some chin-ups. Yeah. It's not unfathomable that a female <laughs> could do some chin-ups. But look how many you did! It's <laughs> so good! Patting <laughs> her on the head? Yeah! <laughs> She's like, thanks, there were a lot. There were a lot of chin-ups. <laughs> That's going to be the title of my next album. <laughs> There were a lot of chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like this has been good. I think so. Yeah. Just trying to think of another like weird, bunch of weird celebrity stories. Oh, like, dude. Oh, dude. yeah. Yeah, uh, you want two more? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, Jack White or Val Kilmer? We'll go Jack White first. Okay. Uh, so. This is in Austin. I was hanging out with my brother and his wife. And uh, that, what's that band? The Rock on Tears or whatever. I think so, yeah. Of his bands. yeah. Uh, we were just hanging out, catching up, having a couple beers. And um, this band pulls it up. And these, like, hey, guys. I'm Jack White. No, <laughs> sort of. Like, these two guys get out in these, like, fur coats and, like, matching outfits. And it's like, what kind of hipster bullshit is this? And then Jack White steps out. I'm like, oh, his band's in town. That's totally what this is. But it's still kind of douchey to come in your, I don't know, yeah. like, fur coats. It's like, probably the summertime. You know? yeah. And so they come in. Like 100 degrees. And they're yeah. like, it's a fashion thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, a big guy. He's not, like, He's tall, right? He's not muscular, but he's not... But yeah, he's tall. He's a big... He's a yeah. know, big dude. And he, he comes in, and I, I love fucking with people. So I told my brother, he's like, he's like Jason, I'm going to go fuck with Jack White. <laughs> and he's like, dude, he fr my brother's like so nervous for it. He's like, don't do it. He's like, you're going to get your ass kicked. And uh, he's like, because Jack White apparently beat up the lead singer, the Von Bond. He's like, real bad over something. Okay. So he tells me, he's like, he beat up that Von Bond, he's got it. Like, it sounded like it was a really bad fight. And I was like, but he didn't realize, because that like gave, put a glimmer in my eye. Yeah. like, you're telling me I might get beat up by Jack White? Because <laughs> as a comic, you like, want that. You're like, yeah, that's amazing. an even better yeah. story. Like, if he doesn't laugh, I get beat up. That's so much better for an outcome for me. 
And so I like run over there. There, I'm not kidding you. There's just like a line 20 deep of like beautiful women that are just ready to have sex yeah, with them, yeah. and they're all and they're cordial. Like they they formed a line, and like I sex cut, line, right? Yeah, sex line. Yeah, and uh, to this pasty beast looking weirdo, and uh, so I I cut off. I go straight to the front, and I like tug on his shirt. I'm like yanking on his shirt, and the girl is like just wanting to murder me. Yeah. And he kind of turns to me like, "What the fuck?" And uh, have you seen Walk? Uh, what is Walk Hard? Oh, I haven't. John uh-huh. C. Riley. He plays Elvis in that for like five seconds. He's all coked up doing karate. <laughs> and so I just tug on his shirt. I was like, "Hey, man! Hey, you're great as Elvis in that one movie." And he just starts cracking up, and I was like. I was like glad he was laughing, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Hey man, you you have all you, you put out so much great music. I really appreciate it." And then he like thanked me, and like I just nice. shook hands and I walked up. That's awesome. But I was like bummed I didn't get hit. But like, <laughs> but, uh, but you can tell he, too, did, like, he did Colbert. Like he has a sense of humor. Yeah, no, no, yeah. totally. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, he, I, I was glad he laughed. Like it was cool <laughs> to make him laugh. But like, and it, I think it was like a cool departure for him instead of just hearing like, well, not that I'm sure it doesn't. I was about to say. Probably a cool departure from hearing like I want to suck your dick, Mister. Yeah. He probably doesn't get sick of that, but like probably sick of just like white stripes, white stripes. Yeah, white yeah, stripes, yeah. You know, yeah. That's weird. So, that was fun. Hi, and man, then, hi. <laughs> and then uh, what was the other? Oh, Val Kilmer. Yes. I I did uh, my favorite festival, fun, fun, fun fest. So killer in Austin. Okay. And it's like stand up. How long ago was this? Um, th- oh, this was. Was this MacGruber this time? This was. Holy shit! This was. Was wait. this kiss kiss bang bang time? So it was, <laughs> I think this was. I think it was the same. I think this was. Was this real genius? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, if I've been to stand up that long, holy lord. This was thirty years ago. Stand up when I was five. Um, no, I think this was the weekend leading into the Robert Patrick thing. Like, now that I'm putting... What? Like, which is crazy. Like, I didn't even realize that. Because I think it was that same... Because I did it the last four years, but I think it was, like, the first or second. I think it was, like, 2011 or something. Okay. Anyway, um, he was filming this Terrence Malick film. And um, so I show up to the, to the, like, the festival grounds. And I'm performing, I think, on Sunday. It's Friday. Hmm. And so I'm just there to, like, go see awesome bands and comics and stuff. And I'm there for like 20 minutes, and uh, it's like middle of the afternoon, and like immediately my brother texts me like, "Hey, I just ran into Val Kilmer," and then like I heard other people talking around me like, "I just saw Val Kilmer," and, like, and it felt like he was teleporting all over the like, How is this happening? And then like, and it turns out he was teleporting. And then, yeah, he has that ability. It's crazy. It's and crazy. Then <laughs> I turn around. Like my brother meets up with me as soon as he meets up. Val Kilmer's right behind us, and then um. Val Kilmer disappears again, and then I get I get a text, and then he appears in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this weird. I hear you've been looking for me. This weird, insane genie. Uh, a real still, genie. He still got a. Still like looks like uh, Doc Holliday. Um, but he so I I started I missed all these texts yeah. or I saw these texts. And I miss all these phone calls from one of the people that runs the festival. Yeah. And it looked kind of panicked. And I was like, she's like, can you come see me in the office? I'm like, shit, what? And I was afraid of, like, 
I fucked up my hotel room. Like, it was a very nice hotel room. Or, like, I missed my stage time. That was the number one. I was like, oh, did yeah. I get my day wrong? Like, yeah. I was like, I was panicking. So I go down there, and I'm, like, in the, the makeshift office, and she's like, Doug. Uh, so, the, oh, so I have to explain this. They have a taco cannon at this festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly... <laughs> That's amazing. And it's like exactly what it sounds like. It's uh. I also imagined a giant oversized cannon that just shoots one taco. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Each time. I just text my friend that that's amazing. I like that even better. But it just like explodes in like crispy little. You know, okay. Like, yeah. It's like too much. Or yeah, just pushes it out like. Uh, but yeah, so it's like they have this taco cannon. It's like this like. I don't know how many barrels, but like it shoots these tacos out. It's a big deal at this festival. People <laughs> love this thing, and uh, I already love this. Thing. <laughs> oh no, it's great! It's great. But uh, so I show. So I. I now is it like Taco Bell or Dell or no, do, they, like, do they like go like all a out? Local like, awesome. Oh, like, that's great. Like maybe I, I don't remember. <laughs> I think there's some uh, controversy actually. Like, I heard. I don't know. So uh, you can't shoot food at people. <laughs> Killed by a fucking <laughs> flying taco. That'd be the greatest You know somebody's trying to catch it with their mouth. Yeah. And then it just gets in their eye and like sh- just shards of <laughs> hard shell. Okay. I, I don't know. It's so crazy the- story. <laughs> um, so. So I, like t- cannon. I, I, uh. Oh, yeah, so I show up. I've got all these panic texts and stuff. I show up, I sit down, and they were like, hey, dog, don't panic. But the taco can is malfunctioning. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what? And it's you're like, like, that's the best sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> and, and, and then she she follows it up with like, it's okay. There's a team of welders on their way. And it's like, how the fuck do I fit into this conversation? Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like I'm not panicked at all. Like I don't. What? It's fine. <laughs> like, it's not, I'll be I'll, okay. I don't need a taco right now. I mean that would be good, but I'm not that hungry. And then. I immediately put it together because I don't know how many times I had to do this for different things, but I was like, oh, do you need me to stall? And she's like, yeah. Because she was like, the top cannon's supposed to be on in like 30 minutes. And it wasn't your day, right? No, no, it wasn't my day. So okay. she's like, can you write a bunch of taco cannon jokes? And I was like, well, fuck, I get, you know, yeah, it's fine. And uh, I was like, I was like, how much time am I doing? Like two minutes, 30? And because it's 30 minutes till. And she was like, Two hours. she was like, she's like, I have no idea. And I was like, fuck. So I'm like nervous as hell. And uh, and it's gonna be the biggest crowd I've ever been in front yeah. of, like thousands of people. Yeah. And uh, so I'm getting kind of nervous. I I talked that I uh, negotiated some drink tickets. So, so then I start slamming some some drinks. And I actually start writing some materials. I'm pretty excited. Oh, I need to tell her. I was like, I was like, oh, I got a joke. Like right on the spot. She's like, what is it? I was like, I was like. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody, but the taco canning is the taco can is malfunctioning. Val Kilmer uh, is here, and he found out about it, and then he ate it. And uh, she was like, she just looks at me like she's gonna kill me. She's like, Doug, you can't do that joke. And I was like, Why? It's really funny. And she was like, It's very funny, but you can't say it. And I was like, God damn it! Starting from scratch. It's very funny, but you can't say it. And she's very dryly which is like it's very <laughs> funny Doug and you can't see and because he he was a little crappy at the time yeah and uh so I 
I I started to get excited. I'm like I'm like I can push my show. Yeah. Uh, I can slip in a few of my own jokes, you know. And so I'm getting pumped and like kind of feeding off that. Like I'm looking out in the crowd and they're just telling me they're gonna just they're like, we'll say when. So I'm standing there next to the taco can, and uh, and then finally they're like, go go go. So I run up to the mic. And before I can get the first word out, like, I, I open my mouth, I see Val Kilmer walk up to the left, <laughs> and there's all these people, and there's, like, his film people, and, like, festival people, and there looks like they're kind of arguing or something, and it's like, oh, and they just do this, they, like, cut me off, like, motion with her, like, just, like, get off stage. And you're so like, like fuck this. <laughs> and, and then my ex-demon of a girlfriend at that time calls me, <laughs> and she was like, Doug, I'm having a bad day at work. She worked at this restaurant. I was like, okay. I was like, look, I, I'm, I'm really sorry you're having a bad day at work, but I'm about to do maybe 30 minutes of improv comedy about a taco cannon. In front of Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer hates me. <laughs> and she just said, why is it always about you? <laughs> oh, God. I just hung up. Have you told that on stage? I, it doesn't get a laugh. It's I think, so good. I think... I don't know what it is. Oh man. Oh. It's insane. <laughs> like did she didn't you? she didn't stop and ask what is a taco cannon? Yeah. She didn't ask why is Val Kilmer like there's so yeah. many things in that sentence. Why are you doing an improv oh I said it like in front of four thousand people like there's so many things yeah. in that sentence. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I'm all worked up. Why does it always have to be about you? Uh, what's the other story you thought of while you were telling that uh, one? Um, so, <laughs> I'll just cut to the uh, basics here. <laughs> uh, extended, college, extended cut. <laughs> in college, I started the uh, Nicole Kidman Foundation at the University of Texas <laughs> in Austin. And, um, so what was your purpose as the foundation? What's that? What was the foundation's purpose? Part of it was, uh, so I worked at uh, Eckerd Drugs, which is now CVS, mm. and I'm not kidding, like, this is when Tom and Nic Tom Cruise and Nicole came in and split up. Yeah. So, I, I'm telling you, like, three, four, five times a shift, if I was working the register, I would hear couples arguing about who was right and who was wrong, <laughs> about this couple they don't know, so part of it was, like, it was 99% humor and then, like, 1%, like live your own fucking life yeah. like don't worry about what fucking but you know all through like humor and so I started the Nicole Kidman Foundation with some buddies <laughs> we were hoping like 10 people would sign up over a semester and and so I had to do orientation like it was an affiliate it was affiliated with the University of Texas like because you just get a few signatures like 5 or 10 or whatever you're supposed to do and pay 5 bucks or whatever and then you, you can have your own foundation yeah, about anything yeah and so you you can like be in the West Mall where you like have your little table and you get people to sign up and you can rent the equipment to like have rallies and stuff and like so you have a microphone and you get people and there's people every day like talking about their cause and abortion's the only one where people pay attention other than that like everybody just walks right by all these things and so uh, the orientation like they started intentionally to the person to the left of me like, hey, tell us about the Frisbee Club. And they would talk about it. And then the Taekwondo Club. And then he waited. So he could go all the way around the table, this old guy in a suit. And he's like, Nicole Kidman Foundation. And he, like, kicks back in his chair. Like, oh, this is going to be funny. He's like, 
tell me what that's about. So I was like, because he took it as a joke, yeah. I sold it so seriously. I was like, well, you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman just split up, and I just don't. Just because she's a celebrity doesn't mean she's not hurting. And, like, we need to get the word out there that she needs help, too. You know, like, I went on this long thing, and he was just like, fuck, I really pissed all over this guy. I thought, because he was smirking and laughing, and I was just like, I mean, he had to compose himself. He's yeah. like, this student is serious. And I was like, not at all serious. And then, uh, dude, by in, like, three weeks, we had, like, two, 3,000 signatures. What? Like, it was insane. We, like... The school paper, like, there were comic strips that were, like, making fun of us and stuff. And, like, and uh, so my buddies were like, what do we do? We started getting invited to parties we never would have gotten invited to. And so we You should up, bring uh, back the foundation. Oh, God. Well, she has a Nicole Kidman foundation. Oh, okay. Now. I like to think it started from us. But, uh, so I... Uh, Probably. I, so we, they were like, what do we do? This thing's getting out of control. So it's like, we were like, let's throw a rally. So we throw a rally for Nicole. And, like, I gave this heartfelt speech and, like, started crying and stuff. And and, uh, and we, we had, like, there was, like, 50 or so of us. And we had, like, some pro-Tom pro people. And so, so all stage, some Tom people protesting us. So, like, okay. so we start, started out with a fake group, which then gathered. We had, like, 300 people or so, yeah. maybe more, like, at one point. Which, and again, no, unless there's abortion being talked about, nobody gives a shit about any of this. There's like 300 people because of Nicole Kidman. And in like the middle of the day, like people have exams to take. And, and uh, so we throw that and that goes well. We Was part of the rally like, our eyes were wide shut and now they have <laughs> oh, to yeah, be oh, wide open. We worked open. in all the <laughs> Tropic Thunder shit, like so much. Like, uh, and I. I have to show you some of the flyers. What's funny is the day we were gonna, the day we were gonna post the second round of flyers, it said uh, Nicole Kidman Foundation, and it was uh, her face over this nun with a machine gun, and like no other information, right? Yeah. And we were gonna, my brother and I were gonna go post them all over campus, and uh, that day was September 11th, 2001. And, like, oh. and we were like, maybe we shouldn't go post these today. Like a nun with a gun doesn't look good. With Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman gets like, like uh, interrogated. Nun Cole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so a lot. There's I'm skipping a lot, but like by the end, uh, the end of the Nicole Kidman era, <laughs> one semester, I started getting these death threats. What? And uh, from this anonymous email. And, uh, like, the first one started off funny, and then it said I was, like, racist. And I was like, okay, that's... I just told the person, like, okay, you know, at first these were funny. You affiliate me with, affiliating me with racism, that's really crossing the line. Like, yeah. this is, these aren't funny. Please stop this, blah, blah. Then they posted flyers all over the campus saying I was affiliated with a KKK. What? This is all over Nicole Kidman. What? And a joke. And <laughs> then someone came into my work and said they were getting... Like, she slapped me. And she said she got an email, she thought it was from me, and saying that, like, saying all this obscene stuff, uh, more race stuff or something. And I was like, look, I got a similar email. Look, it's from the same yeah, email address. Yeah. And uh, so I showed it to her. And I had a feeling she had something to do with it. I feel like she was like a plant or something. What? And uh, 
So, so I was like, look, and like the, the story people, goes deeper. Yeah. So oh, they plastered <laughs> all over my work. Like, I work at this retail shop. They plastered those flyers all over. So my boss almost fires me. Yeah. And I worked there for like a couple years, and like, and uh, and I was like, so I almost get fired over Nicole. And so I, and so my one of my bosses, this guy that's like six foot five, six, covered head to toe tattoos. So in front of him, I take her outside. And um, I was like, look, um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go down to the dean of students. We're going to talk this out. And I was like, uh, worst case scenario, I was like, did you see that guy in there? Who's like the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah. Could not hurt a fly. Just teddy bear of a dude. And I was like, but he looks intimidating. Yeah. Like, he looks very scary. I was like, we talked to him. He knows people. He'll break their fucking necks. <laughs> I was like, he'll get people. He doesn't even have to do it. So, and that's why, like, after that conversation, we, I took her to the dean of students, and we had this conversation. The girl about, who also got the email? Yeah, 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 yeah. And after we talked to the dean of students, and I had this conversation about my coworkers, I never heard any, like, oh. anything again. But, like, there, I did get this one email that said, uh, if you throw another rally, you will be assassinated. What the and fuck? And I was like, and I got so excited and this was before I was even doing stand up and I was just like we have to throw this rally like we weren't planning on it but I was like I like and my friends were like they got scared they were like this is fucked up this is crazy and I, I never took it too seriously yeah, like, yeah, yeah. come on like I always kind of had the feeling it was like another humor group that was mad we were stepping on their feet, you know, like ruffling their feathers like getting the attention we never meant for it to get so big but like yeah. we were definitely like stealing some thunder so I was like, there's no way anybody's going to do anything. But I was like, worth, A, they only threatened me. Yeah. So, like, I'm the one that's going to die, and I want to do it. <laughs> if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out for Nicole in this fucking obscene... Blades of Glory. God, but, yeah, we never had the fucking rally. <laughs> so bummed out, man. You got talked out of it. Yeah, just no one would go in. I should have just done it by myself. <laughs> and then one person walks in with a gun... <laughs> and they're like, I fucking told you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What college was that at? Yeah, University of Texas. <laughs> that was like my biggest accomplishment in college. I dropped out. Is, is that foundation there. still there? No, nah, I mean, it just disbanded, <laughs> just dissolved with us. I found some of the flyers and like, the sign-up sheet and stuff recently that was kind of cool oh nice <laughs> god man I would get yelled at like cause not everybody got there was a joke so there were yeah. people that were like for Tom Cruise and they'd be like fuck you man like you would just get that like at least once a day <laughs> and you're like you, you don't get it so I'm not gonna explain it to you <laughs> yeah like those people I would then I would really become pro serious Nicole, yeah you know? It's like, fuck, no, fuck you. You don't know anything about Nicole. She is a treasure. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. so good. <laughs> you should bring something up to the back. Yep. Um, hey, Jennifer Garner Foundation, they just split yesterday. What? Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, probably... Probably had something to do with this, his speech. Or was he the one that gave the speech? About, uh, uh, everyone always thinks that, like, just because people are married, they're happy all the time. And he's like, 
It's a it's a hard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I heard about that speech and I was like, "Whoa, dude! Don't bring your personal life out in the open." Wow. I thought you were talking about a different. One. I I read a different speech from this morning where, I guess, at the Oscars, he talked about, "Thank you to my beautiful wife for working on our marriage together." And even that, it's like. I don't know if that's a thing that you just get out at the Oscars, you know, like... We're working on our marriage together. See, we're in therapy, and, uh... <laughs> I want to thank our, our counselor, <laughs> Dr. Rogers. Thank you for hearing about how much of a bitch Jennifer is. Thanks for getting my back so many times. Like, you get it? Thanks. She's bad, I'm good. Thanks for letting me know that I shouldn't be able to trust her because she was a spy on Alias. <laughs> She had all those costumes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I feel like... Um, wait, they didn't have kids, did they? No, they had three kids. Oh, wow. I learned all this today. Because um, I felt like her character in Juno was maybe like her in real life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where she just wanted a baby and a happy family. <laughs> Can't have it. Ooh. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> um, yeah, Team Jennifer Garner Foundation. Yeah, dude. You should bring it back. <laughs> Wait. So you said uh, you and you and Doug Benson have hung out a, a couple oh, times. Oh, we just had some shows. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doug and Doug. A lot, yeah, of, a lot of ducks. Yeah, a handful of comedy dugs. Uh, Stanhope. It's the other. It's uh, the only yeah. other dug I can think of. Friedman. Friedman. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, so not, I like that. There's not a lot of, not a lot of dugs. It's cool. Cause then it's like, oh, I was talking to Doug, and then people usually know which Doug. Yeah, it's like <laughs> funny whenever I've done like. Uh, like a Benson podcast or anything with him, somebody might yell, "Hey, Doug!" and I'll look. And I'm like, "Why would they be?" They're definitely talking to Doug Benson here. <laughs> but it's the name thing with Doug. If you're in a crowd, you're like, I oh, mean, probably dude, me. I so ah uh, oh, oh. tell it. So my my. The girl I'm dating now, who's like she moved in together. I love her. Like she's amazing. She's great. Uh, she, like, uh, it was right before we like, I, like we we're officially together or something. Right. Like it was like right at the very it's, beginning. It's Facebook official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, <laughs> I, I wanted to get you know tested at the clinic just to make sure I'm clear. You know, so I don't want to give her any any whatevers. So I. Uh, <laughs> She's texting me all these like amazing, like beautiful things to say to me, and like she's at, she's backstage at some really cool show or something, and just yeah. having, and I'm like meanwhile at the STD clinic, just like sitting around, like <laughs> fucking hating everything, and, like I was just like in the waiting room, just like oh god, because like, you just, uh, I'm just like I probably have AIDS, and like, uh, and like in in the in the waiting room like no one talks to each other no one will even look at each other it's just like shame it's just a room of shame and it's quiet and she's texting me and I'm texting her back like not telling her like oh I'm at the STD clinic yeah. make sure I'm good <laughs> and then uh so uh 
I, uh, they finally, they call, they say, Doug, and I get up, and also two other gentlemen get up. What? And we all, like, and, like, seriously, no one make eye contact, so, like, all three of us just kind of, like, kind of, like, looking at the ground, but, like, kind of, like, reminding where we're going, and they kind of, the nurse lady kind of laughs, and I'm just like, of all, like, there's, this has never happened yeah, in my life. three ducks and in the same the room. And the fucking STD clinic just, <laughs> And so she was like, she says whatever, like, I think it was my last name. It's like, oh, good, let's get my last name out there. And then I walked back, and it's just like, ah, I think, no, I think it was somebody else, so I had to, like, go sit down again. <laughs> Three dogs, not only in the same room, but in an STD clinic. clinic. <laughs> and I did good in the test, so that was good. <laughs> just want to get that out there. Yeah. All good. All clear. <laughs> Just wanted to give her the all clear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell her about that till way later. It's like, it, cause she, I think she brought up what she was texting me. I was like, you know where I was when you were texting me? Oh. <laughs> Here's where I was with two other dogs. <laughs> hey, you know, the bunch of dogs. Getting blood drawn. It was a dog party. <sighs> um, well, you should uh, plug stuff. Do, um, do some Doug plugs. Doug plugs. <laughs> uh, just find me. I always just say to find me on the Twitter. <laughs> find me on Twitter and Facebook and I'll let you know about shows coming up. And At Doug Millard? Yeah, 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 yeah. At Doug Millard. It's like Mallard, Doug, Berlin, E. <laughs> and then hopefully I'll be telling jokes. Oh, and look, uh, it's, I don't know, we don't have the date yet, but. My album Fart Safari is coming out soon. Fart Safari? Yeah. Nice. Very excited about it. That comes out actually the day after you start uh, the Val Kilmer Foundation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta get to work on Mind Kittens. <laughs> <laughs> it can smell the kittens. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, any, any, uh, any, last, any last words? Yeah, uh, just uh, be kind to Robert Patrick. <laughs> oh shit! Make sure you don't bring any bees around Robert Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, the one thing that took T1000 down <laughs> was a tiny bee. He's like chasing down that car with his like scissor arms, <laughs> and he's thing with a bee and just like collapses. It's <laughs> so anticlimactic. <laughs> That's all we had to do to kill him? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. <coughs> mm. Alright, well, this has been awesome. Yeah, man. So this has yeah. been uh, You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Doug, Doug Mallard. Mallard. <laughs>